Friendship Inc. is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now, unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. Thanks for sponsoring us so much, Overcast. We love you, and I actually genuinely like the app. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is Friendshiping! And the theme this week is... This might not go well. <laughs> Probably this not. This won't go very well for you. Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Jen. Oh my god, Trin, I missed you. I missed you too. I have a story to tell you. Tell me. First, I have a visual aid and I want to see if you can guess, based on visual aid, what has happened to oh. me. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, okay. So you are holding two Cadbury cream eggs in your hand. I am. And I think I know what happened to you. Jen. Did your brother leave them all over your, your apartment again? Jen, I was in Canada for five days. And my brother was supposed to protect and guard my apartment and cats while I was gone. And what did he do instead? He hid. 940 Cadbury cream eggs in my apartment while I was gone. What? 900. Can you even hide them at that point? Can you hide them? Jen, like, they were everywhere. I'm going to show you some pictures. Oh, my God. Because it is... God, he just texted me again. Did Kyle collect all of the eggs? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. We have almost an entire garbage bag full of Cadbury cream eggs. Okay, Quick so, question. Yes. These don't the cats don't care about these, do they? Oh, not at all. Okay, got no, it. No, because they're covered in aluminum. Yeah, and I, like it's like Dargo will bat one around or whatever. <laughs> but okay, so first, here's just a drawer full of them. Oh my god. He left some a Cadbury cream egg mug. <laughs> it's the only thing I'm gonna keep because Connell doesn't like them and I'm vegan. So like we just have almost a thousand now, now you're just responsible for these. And then he put them he put big ones in the egg container. <laughs> Which I didn't even know we had eggs, oh first of all. They might, he might have just bought the eggs so that he could put them in there. Oh, my God. Here's Connell uh, jumping out of the windowsill because Gus hid Cadbury cream eggs on top of the cabinets. Here he froze one in the ice cube container. That's incredible. Okay, so he's like an off-season Easter bunny. Yeah. <laughs> They're all over your medicine cabinet. Yeah, he put them in. So this morning I fed the cats and I dug into their dry food bag and two Cadbury cream eggs came out with me. So look at this video. Look, they're all on the windowsills. They're in the lamps. They are on top of like art, on top of like picture they're frames. Everywhere. Oh my God. They're, uh, they were double face taped onto the TV. They are inside every plant that I had. Quite nearly 1,000 Cadbury cream eggs. Again, we don't eat them. So <laughs> I've been collecting them in bags, and I have one labeled like Savannah, one labeled Carlin, just like anybody who will eat them. Also, I'd like to add that he told me that he had bought all of this stuff in like March, and he's just been saving he's it. He's just been waiting for you to go out of town. This is what happened when I opened my shower curtain. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> can't believe you left out that detail. Yeah, he got a gigantic Easter bunny that's about five feet tall, uh, inflatable Easter bunny, put it in my shower. Did that scare the shit out of you? I literally screamed. I screamed. Trin, I'm speechless. So, okay, so here, here are my thoughts. In a way, just looking on the bright side of things, yeah. it's doing you a favor. What Because favor? if he, okay, yes, you said it was his job to protect and guard your apartment. Yes. If I were a thief... Yes. And I broke into your apartment, <laughs> and I saw the arrangement of Cadbury cream eggs oh, yeah. on your windowsill, in all your plants, in 
every crevice of your house. In every water I glass. I slowly back out, rob someone else. Yeah, fair I'd be enough. like, this person I cannot fuck with. They got something weird going on. Which brings me to the second story. Oh, wow. So this morning... At 4.30 in the morning. Okay, I'm not saying I'm psychic. But a little bit. But I am saying that I am definitely a little bit psychic. Okay, so at 4.30 in the morning, I open my eyes and I'm like, something's wrong. Something's something's wrong. So I get up and I'm looking around the house and I'm like, what's going on? What's weird? What's wrong? Oh, and you know what also tipped me off to something being wrong is that Boogs was like very cuddly and very good. And As opposed to like punching you in the face? Exactly. He was good all night long. So it's 4.30 in the morning. I'm looking around. Something's off. Something's off. Something off. My apartment door was entirely open. So it looks like me and Connell were super tired when we got home and we locked the deadbolt uh-huh. while the door was not closed. Oh, so it swung open. So it swung the whole way open. Roast beast. <gasps> Roast beast? Did she escape? Oh my God. So I had taken her collar off because sometimes I do that to brush her. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I just, again, we were so tired last night. So my collarless three legged cat <laughs> got all the way down to the foyer of our apartment. So she was one door away from escape, and we live on the, on the third floor. So right before everybody went to work, I woke up and I, I retrieved her. And, and like I went all, I, I can't believe it. I cannot believe that I caught her. And I brought her upstairs. God is real. God is... I'm um, so glad Roast Beast is okay. Thank you. I am too. She wouldn't have gone far. Well, she did. That's the thing. She did go really far. I thought she liked you. (laughs) I think that's why Dargo was cuddling you. I think he was like, you're mine now. I don't have to share you. Roast Beast is gone. So first of all, Jen, I think that's an excellent point. (laughs) Second of all, um, just for those of you who are who are just joining us, I only have two cats, although it sounds like I have several more than that. Just that boogers. Dargo is worth like seven cats. He's uh, he's the he's the, like Crookshanks. Like uh, he's just mischievous, and he might not be totally a cat. He's he's some kind of weird like mystical creature that like he a, escaped from a zoo. Eddie Redmond needs to put back into a box. <laughs> Listen, I have two cats. One of them's terrible. One of them's hell bent on escape for some reason. I've got 940 Cadbury cream eggs. I keep finding more. I'm having quite a day. How are you, Jen? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> okay, so I learned something. I learned something interesting the other day. Yes. Um, I, I also that was really fun. <laughs> I learned something interesting, which is that so your ability to learn something is often based on like your emotional investment, which totally makes sense. Like, oh I've, yeah, I have a hard time learning math because I don't like it or care about it. Much easier time learning biology in high school because I think the human body is very interesting. Very cool. The part that I learned that I thought was interesting was if you're learning a language, it's much easier to learn that language if you happen to be in love with a native speaker. Aww. Isn't that delightful? So I was thinking about this as I was walking Mavi last night. You're going to go fall in love with a Portuguese? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, oh my God, that is totally why I don't know the names of any of the streets in my neighborhood, but I know the names of every single dog and where they live. Oh my God, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard in my entire life and it's 100% you. It's totally real. Like, okay, there's basement dog. We see her in the basement. There's the stumpy what? husky. Wait, hold on. What's the dog doing in the basement? So they have like a garden unit. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we like, just, we, it's just a dog in your basement? No, not our basement. That'd be awesome. She's a sweet little lab that we named Basement. Oh, I don't I know her real name, basement. but her name is Basement. I know exactly where she lives and exactly how to get there. And I know that I, I even know like, oh, it's the evening. Basement's, basement dog's probably out. Let's You're go see Basement dog. I know. Keep going. Um, there's the stumpy husky that lives on the balcony for the most part. And you think like, okay, husky, regal. They stand yeah. they look so majestic. That husky looks like a hobbit. 
What? Her, her legs are like an inch tall. It's delightful. Do you think it's a corgi husky? Like a giant corgi husky. Like wow. giant but low to the ground. Like low riding. Like, like a, a low rider. Wiener low husky. rider. Husky wiener. <laughs> anyway, I could keep going. But the point is, I like dogs. Jen, I have an Instagram hashtag. What they have is real. Do you oh, remember yeah. that? It's been a while. Just a long series of pictures of Jen being in love with dogs. And you know what? I think it's time to pick that back up again. I think it's time. We should go visit Gladys after this. She's right outside. You're the best. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jen, every time you meet a dog, it goes really well. Mm -hmm. Unlike the situations. Mm, There it goes. In the questions today where these things might go poorly. This is a little easy. Easy. Jen. Should I do it? I would love that. And then I can eat my ramen okay, while you Yeah, read. that's a long question, so eat up. I'm hungry. Nom nom. Hi, Jen and Trin. Hi. My best friend has been in a cross-continental relationship for the past two years. Recently, his partner got the opportunity to extend their job abroad by another two-plus years with Whoa. no clear end in sight. God, that's rough. This news initially wasn't taken very well from my friend. They trudge through the murky waters of an open relationship, but don't seem to communicate their needs very well to each other. They made a big stride recently by discussing their relationship holistically. They seriously considered breaking things off, addressing the things that weren't working, and so on. In the end, they opted to stay together, planning to be more honest and open moving forward. I've worked with my friend through his day-to-day frustrations of long distance and have recognized how unhappy he is when his partner is away. I hate to say it, but I feel like we've been here before and the same chapter just keeps repeating itself. I told him I'm happy they work things out and I will support him no matter what, but I feel like I'm being a fraud. I want to support him, but I don't see this working out. In the end, I just want to be happy. Should I back off and let things play out or have a candid conversation and leave it at that? Ah, (laughs) You seem very wise and nice. Yeah. You want to support your friend, but you're not being totally honest about what you think. You're not giving your honest assessment. Yes. 100%. And and I understand why you want to be honest, and I also understand why you are hesitant to be honest. Yes, I totally understand. I've definitely been on both sides of this. Yeah, yeah. I've been too honest about my assessment relationship, and I've definitely held back and been like, no, you guys, you guys are great. Not like not like serious. If there's oh, like yeah. a serious problem. I'm always I'm pretty honest, but if it's kind of like oh yeah, this is this is iffy. It's yeah. not like anybody's in danger or being actively hurt. It's just an unhappy situation unhappy. that's being prolonged. It's hard to see your friends unhappy. Yes, it's so hard, especially when like it's kind of solvable. It's it seems with pretty. time. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so I would say first off. No matter what you do, no matter what direction you go in. And again, as we always say, you know, use our advice based on what you know about your friend. Ask questions before you give advice. Oh, yes. So good, Trin. Start this conversation by asking like, hey, how, how do you feel about this situation? Because he may surprise you by saying, you know, I don't think this is going to last. I'm just going to kind of give this one last Boy Scout try. That's great. And then and then you have valuable information about how to proceed. Right. I mean, it, it could even be like... It, Ask him what they're going to change. Because, okay, you said they're going to be open and honest. That's not a real thing. Yeah, like that's not tangible. Right. Like that's vague and wonderful, but not really like, like ask if it's working. Like, hey, have have you guys been more honest? Right. Have you guys had like a state of the union conversation every week? Or what does that look like being more open and honest? Yeah, ask. I like to start with, hey, how are you? How's it going? How's it going? When people ask me that, I'm like, it's fine. But some people really answer. Some people are really good about answering that question. Yeah. I mean, and here's the other thing. Maybe they did indeed think of something that you don't know about yet. Like, 
long-distance vibrators. Have you heard of those? No. Oh. Yeah. yeah. This is super long-distance, too. Cross-continental. Yeah. I don't know if they work, like, that long-distance, but from what I understand, there's, like, an app. Maybe this is something that my partner made up because he thought it was funny, but, like, uh, <laughs> I think it sounds like it could be real. Like, I really thought I heard... I want to Google this. Yeah, I was about to say. We, long, we can't speculate. We have to know. Long-distance vibrating. Vibrating bracelets? That's not the same. How thing. long distance though? Like room to room? We that no the California is, to New York. The perfect vibrator for long distance relationships. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like you move your thing and then their thing moves. Hmm. I'm not saying how far though. I don't because like this is groundbreaking technology. If it's like if it works like across an ocean. I closed the tab because I became even... uncomfortable and I'm opening it up again. <laughs> the f- top five best long distance sex toys. Are you kidding me? There's more than one? Guys, yeah, this yeah. This is like military-grade technology. Two-way interactivity. Okay, uh, I have a question. Yes. It's kind of a kicky, kinky question. Yeah, yeah. Do you control the other person's vibrator? Yeah, you do. So you do. Okay. So it's just like, well, it doesn't tell me how, how far away, but it's like, a, oh, so, it, okay. I need to know the mileage. Even if your ocean's apart. because Shut up. Yes, because there's a remote app. So basically the app. Oh. Yeah. That's probably expensive. I imagine, but it's wild. I wonder if that works like in, when you're like Verizon phone bill plan. That's incredible. I can't believe that there's more than one of these. Like there's this is a top 10 list of them. I can't believe I haven't heard of this. I'm not in a long distance relationship, but it just seems like something I should know about. It seems so internet-y. It seems so internet-y. Like, we're on Tumblr a lot. I, it's true. This I'm is on something, Tumblr right now. <laughs> this is something that would have come up. But yeah, okay, so we're not saying that a long distance vibrator is going to solve all of your problems. But it might help. But it might help. Maybe that's something that they've changed. So yes, so I would say, and this is true for a lot of situations, ask questions before you give advice. You may very well just not know the entire situation. Or maybe you do and, like, they are happy being in denial right now. Maybe denial is a valid thing to do to yourself if you just can't handle it. Yeah. You know, it seems like you are pretty in tune with this friend and what they're going through. But, you know, every relationship, you don't know exactly what everyone's bringing to the table. Right. Like, it could just be the knowledge that somebody loves you oceans away is enough for them. There's so much bullshit that everybody deals with on a regular basis now. Like, there's so much cognitive weight of just being alive in this society. It may be that they cannot handle also going through a breakup right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and that's that, valid. Yeah, it is valid. And that's why we want you to tread carefully. But we do want you to be, like, honest. I want to support him, but I don't see this working out. I think you can be supportive and tell them what you think. Yeah, because, I mean, ultimately, you're like, I would love it if you guys could be together and be happy. And really what I want is for you to be happy. This doesn't sound like you've changed enough for this to work out. I'm a little skeptical, but I'm pulling for you. Exactly. Like, oh, God, this is tough. It is. I mean, I I think, you know, now that I kind of mentioned the whole, like, sometimes you just have to be in denial about stuff. Carefully weigh what everybody's going through. If you know that your friend is just not in a place where he can handle a breakup, let him be in denial. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably true, Trin. And so if you do end up saying something like that's more honest, more honest than you have been, remember that you are breaking character. Yeah. That's really important. You might really shock them. You might be the one person in their life that's just rooting. And that's valid, too. You know, Trin, the example that comes to mind, okay, when we like give each other writing to edit or other projects or like personal projects, we're like, okay, I want hard edits on this. I want you to, I want to make sure this is like really thoughtful. 
please give me all your hard edits. Or we're like, hey, I, I wrote this thing. Can you just can you just read it? On the can back. you just tell me you like <laughs> it? Because I, I finished something. You got to decide here. Like, are you going to be the one that's like critical and skeptical and, and voicing the doubts? Or are you going to be like, I just want you to be happy. Keep going. Do whatever you got to do. Yeah. Or somewhere in the middle. So, yeah, if you want to be honest, just keep in mind that there are many varieties of honesty that you can subscribe to in this situation. Just try to be the helpful honest in the situation that you're in. Yeah. So ask questions. Be okay if it's just that they need to be in denial for a while and suggest a long distance vibrator. Do other friends know about how unhappy your friend is? What's their take on it? I wonder if like everybody's like, Ugh, I can't wait till they broke up, break yeah. up. Everybody's so grumpy does, all the time. Does everyone think they should break up? Oof. Oh, that sucks. That would suck. But but like that doesn't mean that everybody's right. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. right. Long distance is hard because you have to like battle so much assumption. Yeah. Other people's opinions don't really matter that much when it comes to relationship. Yeah. They do matter. They do and they don't. I guess it's more like start being a little bit honest and then be prepared to like cut and run. You know, if yeah. that's not going well and he, and your friend's like, you know what, I not I do not want to deal with this right now. Ultimately, this doesn't affect you. That's true. Yeah, I wouldn't drop the bomb on them and be like, break up with them. <laughs> I would be I would do what Trin said and test the waters, ask some questions, start to break characters a little bit because, you know, all, so far you've been the supportive one. And like, do you think they will gasp? If you mentioned breaking up or not being together anymore. Like, you know your friend. What do you think they're going to say? Damn, this situation sucks. Yeah, good luck. At least you know about long-distance vibrators now. Thank God. Yeah. Spread the word. Yeah, so, like, that can be your, your like, you know, have you ever been in a conversation where you, like, want to drop a smoke bomb and just escape? Yes. The the vibrator is now your smoke bomb. I think you guys should break up and they're and it's not going well and you're like but on the other hand there are long distance vibrators check this now out. look look what i found for you you can also get uh, a cast made of your dong and uh get a a, a nice plastic piece made out of what's it what's that made of cuz when you said cast i thought about Let's um find out. what's the Custom. like paper mache i was picturing paper mache Wait, what do you call those? Dildos. Custom dildos. <laughs> God, there's going to be That's D I L D O S. Clone a willy kit. A willy? Do we? I mean, can we be more adult about this? No, it is called clone a willy. Clone kit. your weenus, and I'm sending this to you, Jen. Oh, thank you. Over your company Slack, because <laughs> yeah, you can send that right to Jen at CardsAgainstHumanity.com. Clone a willy kit. Make your own dildo kit. Why is it called AdamandEve.com? AdamEve.com. All right. No, I don't like them. It should be Adam, Steve, Eve, Eve, Adam, and Steve. Dot. Org. Says it's, hy- edu. Says it's hyper- hypoallergenic. That's nice. Yeah. Uses batteries. Material rubber. See, that was that's what I was wondering. Can you put that in your hoo-ha? Rubber? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I th- aren't most dildos rubber? I mean, I some of them are like glass. Some of them are glass. Question two? Yeah, let's move on. Jen and Trin. I had the opportunity to assist a photographer at a convention recently in exchange for a free pass. So a badge to the convention, get you in the door and enjoy the show. I had a really great time, but I didn't actually see much of the convention itself or any panels because the other people who are meant to be covering my breaks just didn't show up. I worked really hard, and the photographer thanked me in person after the convention ended. Anyway, he had a shoot with a cosplayer the Monday after the convention finished, and he made a post on his social media thanking all the people who helped him with that shoot. But I worked for him all weekend, and I haven't gotten a shout-out. He did mention that he would thank the people who helped him at the convention in a separate post, but I feel kind of shitty. He has started posting images from the con, but he doesn't have time to thank me for helping him for two very long days. 
this is my first foray into working the con circuit, and I don't want to make things weird with these newly minted friends, but I'm starting to feel like I was taking advantage of. How to proceed? Okay, well, this is this is both fair and unfair. Jen's got feelings. I've Jen's got opinions got feelings. about this. Yes. Okay. Well, can you give them a little context as to why you would have opinions that they should listen to? Yeah. Besides the fact that you are the internet's bad boy, Jen Bay. That's true. I'm kind of a bad boy on the internet. So I've done a lot of photography freelance gigs over the years. I did it as like a side job in college. I've done a couple weddings. I did it recently, I, I, like a gaming event here. It's really just fun. Like I, every once in a while, I just miss doing it. So this is both a fair and unfair situation to me because, okay, I'm all about fighting the man. Yeah, you are. Fuck bosses. Yes. Bring down capitalism. Yeah. Get what you need out of this world. Make that paper. Seize the means of production. Hell yeah. But also, like, I think you got to let this one go. Yeah. Buddy. Yeah. And here's why. You got paid. You got your payment. You didn't get money, but you did get a free badge, which was the deal. So, you know, exchange of goods and services. It did happen. It did happen. Right. Uh, You got what you said you would get, and you got it on time. Ask any freelancer. That almost never happens. So often you can just be completely taken advantage of. And when you're not taken advantage of, I don't think that's like worth celebrating. Like that should be the standard. But you do have to understand like the exchange of production did happen. You also got an in-person thanks. That's nice. You mentioned the person did thank you. And here's really what it comes down to. Okay, there is no proof that getting this online thank you in a blog post will lead to more gigs. In fact, we could probably we could say with some confidence that it probably wouldn't. It's just not how that works. You get right. photography gigs by knowing people and asking. Notice how we didn't say you get photography gigs by being a good photographer. Yeah. We admit that it is usually who you know. Yeah, it's fucked up. So it's kind of like an emotional thing for you, I think, which is valid because it always feels better to be thanked when you worked really hard, especially when you covered for a lot of people. So you deserve some extra thanks for working hard, but you might not get it. And that's kind of life. Yeah, I would say consider asking for money next time. I know that this is like this is a hard thing to do. We don't have your pronouns, but we do know that it can be very difficult for people who are not men to ask for payment or for more payment or for money at all. It may feel less like volunteering to you if you are given money. And uh, we don't know what the situation with the photographer is. I mean, the photographer could be, you know, taking these pictures just for their personal blog. We don't know if they're getting paid or, or anything like that. It could be that this photographer just does it for the love of it, just like you do, too. So, like, I don't really know how the, how it would work out if you were to ask for money. But maybe getting money instead of a badge or just a little bit of money in addition to a badge will make you feel less weird about giving up so much of your time. Mm-hmm. Also, I, oh, God, I hate saying this, but I'm going to say it. Say it. You really didn't need to cover for people's breaks. Yeah. Ooh. Like That's it was such a good point. It was really, really cool of you to do that. But ultimately, you weren't being paid. Did he ask you to cover the breaks? You could say no, which, again, way harder for people who are not men. And I'm not saying that that's easy or that like, oh, you should have blah, 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 blah. All I'm saying is that I'm trying to understand the position of the photographer more because in his perspective, he gave you what was asked for. Exactly. And I understand you want more. And God, always ask for more. And you deserve more. Keep reaching. But like, don't. Don't don't poison this. Be, you have more agency here than you think. You got a gig. 
you got a photography gig at a convention. Your images are going to be like over the internet. That's very cool. And you are in a way better position now to ask for cash money next time around. Yep, absolutely. So there's this quote I read. I think it was in Alyssa Mastomonaco's book. She was the deputy chief of staff under Obama. She said her work motto is to work hard and not be too annoying. And I like it said not too annoying because like be a little annoying. Of course. Especially if you're not a man. Stick up for yourself. Ask. Otherwise, you'll, the answer will always be no. And it's a little reductive of a statement anyway, because it doesn't take into account like sexism in the workplace or having a terrible boss or other social issues. But like, I like that quote for me personally as a white cis lady. And I just I work hard and don't be too annoying. So I personally, assuming I understand your question, assuming you continue to work hard and I would just I would just let this go. Here's the real reason why. Because that photographer probably thinks he did everything he could for you. Yeah. Which, I mean, he didn't, you know? Yeah. If he, he's he a, could have made a separate post. Right. Like, if I could talk to the photographer, which, again, I can't, but if I could talk to the photographer, I would say, hey, are you making money off of this? Then you should be uh, offering more than just a badge. Or, like, hey, dude, this person, like, worked above and beyond for you. Like, maybe you could give them something in addition. But, I agree. But he, he's not obligated to, which sucks. And, like, I, I really do wish that people in a position of hiring or accepting volunteers understand what it means to put in that amount of work, but they don't. And I can't talk to him. I can only talk to you. Yeah. And I want you to keep fighting. And I want you to walk away from this with some valuable information about that photographer, about how this gig will work in the future, about how you can charge money now. And the real reason why I think you can't, you can't like speak up about that. I mean, you certainly could speak up about this, but I'm picturing like you emailing the photographer and I can't understand what that email would look like without coming off as unprofessional. Like, what would the email say? Hey, you said you would say something about me on Twitter and you and you didn't. That's not like a professional email, is it? I mean, is there a way to ask this? Like, hey, I you said you would mention me on your blog and you haven't done that yet. Is that coming? But like, that won't lead to money for you, will it? It depends on how big the social media reach of the photographer is, first of all, I think. Yeah. <sighs> I, I, maybe it's... I, I don't know how to make, how to do this in a way that's helpful because it's like I, I think you're right, Jen. I think you have to think about like what comes out of this. You feel better emotionally by getting a social media shout out, but I don't think anything changes beyond that. Yeah, agreed, man. Join some freelance communities. Like find your people because this is like what you're feeling is universal, common, and not as emotional as I think it needs to be. I think you still came out on top here. You made a business connection. You got your payment. You know what would make me change my mind about this is if they were using your photography without credit. Oh, yeah. That would be a bummer. You didn't mention that. Like, are they using your... Yeah, that would be not cool. And that's definitely worth an email. Yeah, no, if if this person is posting pictures that you took or even helped took and didn't put your name on them. Yeah. I think that would be weird. Yeah, they should be linking to you and your personal site. And that's pretty... Right. That's a common ask that you should definitely make. But if it's just a, hey, thank you so-and-so for this, this along with a long list of people, you're going to be left out of many lists in your life. Yeah. And also, like, who has ever read, like, shout out to these 15 Twitter handles? Yeah. Well, now I'm definitely going to hire all of them. That's not really how it works. It's generally not how At it works. At least not in our world. But I, um, I, dude, I, I feel for you, though. Like, I 100% wish that you got paid. I wish that this photographer understood how much help that you were and, 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 and gave you money. I, I don't think that they are correct. 
I want to make that really clear. Yeah, we're on your side. It's just I don't want you to ruin something good for yourself. Or like don't make a crappy situation even more crappy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't even know if I agree that this is a good situation. I just think that it'll make it even it'll make it crappier if you're like, hey, give me a shout out on social media. And I don't think that you're wrong for wanting it either. It's just that like we have to think strategically here. And strategically, the next convention, you should be paid for your time. Let's do the math here. How much was that badge? So let's say the badge for two days was 70 bucks. And let's say that you worked two eight-hour shifts. So how much money did you get per hour? Did you get like five bucks per hour? Like, is that that worth your time? And maybe you think that that is because you're a beginner. I don't know that I'd agree with you. I think that assistance should be paid. I know that that's not how necessarily capitalism works these days. But learn to ask for what you want because I don't think you got what you wanted. Yeah. I mean, the hollow feeling you feel right now is probably because you know you didn't get what you deserved. And speaking of hollow, like what a hollow piece of advice it is to give somebody to say, ask for what you want. That's fucking hard. That requires so many skills. It requires like a deep sense of security. <laughs> it requires like self-confidence. It requires like being able to like find the words to ask. Like I'm not saying that this is an easy thing and like you fucked up because you didn't do it. I'm saying like it's time to take some notes from this situation to take it into next year. Yeah. You, you need an invoice. Yeah, it's time to it's time to go on Google Images and type in invoice template and make one for yourself. In Google Drive, they have an invoice template. Oh, nice! And it is very nice, and I have been using it for years. Yep, because I'm a lazy bee. But yeah, that's I guess that's about it. Yeah, we're cheering for you. I know I was hard on you, but it's because like, man, this is so common and it sucks. And you said I don't want to make things weird with these newly minted friends, and I kind of hate that that's on you to not make things weird. But, you know, the circle of capitalism, the wheel of capitalism turns us all to dust. Cool. So, in conclusion? In conclusion. The in conclusion is I could be very wrong about this. <laughs> um, but my final thought is try to imagine this from the photographer's point of view. It was all business. They know you did a great job. They thanked you for it. They made sure you got a badge. They messed up and left you out, didn't write the blog post they said they would, which indicates maybe a lack of integrity or that they are extremely busy and distracted and forgot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I just like to give people the benefit of the doubt because we don't see too many red flags here. Just kind of a tiny one. Right. I mean, because you got what was asked for and we don't think it's quite enough. But uh, the problem is that is twofold is the photographer should have offered more. And if you wanted more, you could have asked for it. There's no good solution here. It sucks. The I think that the the best way to strategically think about it is to move forward and To have a clear list of what you're expecting and to learn how to say no, too. Yeah. Yeah. This is why invoices and contracts are important because you can be like, look, I literally it's on it's on paper. It's right there. I wrote it down. Yeah. Oh, you know what might be a good thing for a contract? Like, tell me what you think about this, Jen. Yeah. Maybe if next year you said like, hey, I have, um, you know, just a a very short contract that says that if I uh, am asked to cover people's breaks, that I would be that I charge however many dollars per hour after that. That's great. Man, there are so many photography communities waiting for you for this exact situation. Like, go find go find your people like you can find so many photographer freelance photographers and event photographers on Instagram or even even some certain subreddits seem pretty good. Like, go find your people and find strength in your numbers. Understand that getting taken advantage of in a job like photography is very common, but you have people and resources that you can arm yourself with. Yeah, honestly, probably they'll be better to answer this than we will. Yeah, but we uh, we are the ones with the podcast. That's very true. I have a microphone and I am talking loud. And I have headphones on. So <laughs> you should listen to me. So I don't know what else you could... 
asked for. Yeah, we're two experts. Oh. As soon as we leave the podcast studio, we go back to this. We go back to turning into a. We turn back into a pumpkin. I'm gonna go hibernate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this has been friendshiping with Jen and Trin. If you'd like to email us a question, you know what? Do it, damn it, at friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can at do friendship. Thank you to Ian Parman for editing. Thank you to Molly Lewis for singing. Thank you to Lauren Gallagher for designing. And thank you to our audio daddy and podfather, Alex Cox, for taking care of the studio. Was that everything? I think that was everybody. I did you say Molly like Lewis? I did. And me for talking. You're and welcome. Jen for talking. You're welcome for listening. What? What? It's fine. Your friendship at the problem. Nailed it. Thanks, babe. <laughs> what'd, you, what'd I call you earlier? Beer. Beer. Thanks, <laughs> beer. Deer and babe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, moving on.